Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. Being crafty doesn't you less of a man. A lot of these crafts started with a lot of men, like sewing and cooking. Just try to uh, show a presence so that, you know, this, the, the, the companies can see that we also craft and we also need product made for us. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 224. In this episode, I'm joined by Caleb Garcia, a husband, father, and dedicated scrapbooker. Our conversation explores Caleb's creative roots, his crafty cave, and what it's like to be a male in a female-dominated hobby. Hi, Caleb. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm looking forward to our conversation and getting to know you a little bit better. But can you start by sharing a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Caleb Garcia, and I live in uh, Northeast Ohio with my wife, Sarah, and we have a toddler now, uh, Gabriela. That's awesome. How old is she? She's going to be two. So fun. So fun. I miss those days in some ways, <laughs> not in others. So. <laughs> I just remember always kind of like needing to wrangle my daughter, like getting her to sit in one spot and, and not run out into the street or do something she wasn't supposed to. So it certainly uh, requires a lot of energy. Yes, exactly. So what's exciting you right now, both within our hobby as well as outside of it? Uh, well, right now for scrapbooking, I'm on one with my December daily from last year. I usually work on it after, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited because I'm in my last story, so almost done with that. Nice. And not scrapbooking. Well, my daughter's going to be two next month, and I'm doing all the planning for her birthday and all the preparation. Is there any kind of theme for her party? We're going to do it in uh, in Canto theme. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. So it'll be fun. Yes, yes. So we always also like to ask our guests about their memory-keeping bucket lists. So these are stories that feel important, significant to tell. They could be big and meaningful or even just small slices of life about you. Um, But do you have an important story that you've not yet told? Yes. I'm sure we all have a couple. But I have one. uh, 2015, went uh, on a pilgrimage to Spain. And I did the last 100 kilometers of the Camino de Santiago. And I, I want to document that, but I haven't found like the right product or like the right way to do it. And I'm just like waiting and waiting to see like if I find the, the, the right way to do that one. Yeah, it can sometimes be intimidating to 
feel like we're doing justice to the story and really kind of honoring the significance it had in our lives. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so today I wanted to talk more about how you got into scrapbooking. Um, we'll acknowledge that you are a male in a female-dominated <laughs> community. and That's super fun. Um, but can you tell, tell us how you fell into being a scrapbooker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, growing up, my grandma used to take lots of pictures, but she was not a scrapbooker. She just liked to document life with lots of pictures. And uh, so I grew up taking lots of pictures myself. And uh, we used to travel a lot as a family. So eventually uh, I started sharing my photos like, on Facebook and social media. And uh, people used to ask me about my trips and I would always have to like find my computer or my phone and try to to show pictures. So eventually I started making photo books for our family. Mm-hmm. But I always like, uh, I like craft. And, and so I, it wasn't enough for me. And so I started researching and, and I started finding like travel journals. And from there it just kept going until I just found about scrapbooking. And at first I wasn't that interested because the, what I would find was like layouts and one picture and a whole bunch of decorations. And I was more interested in like sharing the, like the pictures of where we went. And then little by little, I ended up finding out like more modern scrapbooking and, and memory keeping. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I started making like little albums of our trips and things like that until now I'm all in. Yeah, I can see how the like increasing popularity of Traveler's Notebooks and smaller album projects made it feel like, oh, here's something that's really the way I want to do this. Exactly. And especially at the time when I started uh, being interested in the hobby, I was just getting into college. And of course, I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's expensive to, to scrapbook, to be honest, you know, if you want to do it the, it is, the right yeah. way. So. Uh, smaller projects were more affordable for me. That way I could, you know, get a, a few papers and I could make them last if the, it was like travel notebook or a four by four. And, and that way it just made me able to do the project. Yes, for sure. I'm just curious how, um, how maybe your thought process or your choices maybe shifted at all when your daughter was born two years ago. Oh, for sure. Yes. Uh, well, I used to document before I was even married. Uh, so I have like a couple of December dailies from before then. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as we found out that we were going to have a baby, then I immediately got an album and did all my, my wife's pregnancy album. So I have everything documented there. And then from there, I just continue uh, documenting all, all we, all, everything we do with, with my dog, but also us as a couple. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned how you've always taken photos, but have you always done kind of other types of crafty things, or was that kind of a new skill you had to develop? Uh, I always be crafty. Like, I'm, I was the one kid that always had a notebook and crayons and color pencils. And for every, uh, like, Christmas mm-hmm. or birthday, I would ask for art supplies. Uh, I took all the art classes available in my high school. And then eventually, I in college, I ended up studying art history. So I always love art and the craftiness and all that. Oh, I love art history classes. Those yes. are some of my favorites in college, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're so fascinating. 
So can you talk more about your experience as a dude, yeah. <laughs> you want to say it that way, within our community? You know, I'm, I'm curious both of the, uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of positive anecdotes, but maybe even on the other side, have there been any kind of assumptions that you've had to work through about you or challenges? Yeah, it, it is uh, different because uh, it's uh, cater for female, like, so it's sometimes I have to adjust. Uh, but at the beginning, at the, I, I used to follow a lot of, of uh, crafters. I used to watch all the videos, but I never really interacted because I just, you know, I wasn't sure how it would work out. And I remember in, in uh, mm-hmm. 2020 when the pandemic hit, uh, a lot of people started doing lives and interacting with the community. So I little by little would comment and say things in the chat and things like that. And so eventually I decided to to do an open an Instagram account for my crafty stuff. And then while sharing there, I started like people started getting used to me. And then little by little, now everybody knows, you know, that the dude that's commenting is Caleb and he's okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, sometimes uh, at the beginning I would get you know blocked because they didn't know that who I was and you know. So, but not mm-hmm. not I'm very uh, accepted in the community. I I feel that's awesome, and I think now that you have been on Instagram for a while, people can see that there's other people that follow you that maybe they follow. So, cause Instagram shares those things. So hopefully that, that happens a lot less often. Yes. Yes, exactly. That helps now that I have shared stuff and like people know that I actually do craft myself. So they're more accepting right away. And, and yeah, but not, I never had some like really bad interactions, but everything positive so far. Oh, that's so wonderful mm-hmm. to hear. Now, you mentioned that sometimes you kind of have to adjust things. How do you feel about the the product lines that are available? Yeah. Um, do you feel like that there's plenty of products that kind of meet your visual interests? Uh, it helps that that I have a girl, uh, a daughter. Oh, so yeah. So that I helps bet. a lot. And <laughs> and myself, I'm, I'm I'm very preppy, so I use a lot of color when I'm what I wear and stuff like that. So color doesn't affect me. Like, you know, I wear pink all the time. Uh, but... But sometimes, uh-huh. like a lot of the words, a lot of the phrases are like directly for for uh, for women. And for example, if there's like a collection about reading, like girls reading, you know, a summer collection, and there's ladies in bikini swimming, you know. So I I, I always have <laughs> yeah. to adjust to that. And, and yes, there's some lines that are for men, but usually they're like beer, fishing, or sport. Yeah, it is very much along kind of stereotypes. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to see kind of how can we like bridge that gap a little mm-hmm. bit more. So I always share that, you know, the, uh, people think that men doesn't, don't like pretty things. And yes, we do like pretty things. We like, you know, uh, there's a whole community of men that use little notebooks to document and with stickers and they journal, but they don't call it scrapbooking, you know? So... It's just, uh, I think the scrapbooking word, I think it's going to be, you know, flowers and stickers and, you know, and it's just more of a documentation, like just a, a way of documenting uh, your life. Yes, I think, yeah, the word definitely has assumptions and connotations that go with it that I think don't necessarily reflect the diversity of our hobby today. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> so it sounds like you're doing primarily smaller projects. What's your favorite type of project? Is it one that's kind of open-ended or has some specific boundaries around it? I enjoy the small project that has a, a beginning and an end. Uh, it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do December daily, October daily. I do a summer album, you know, uh, travel albums that, you know, has a, a specific beginning and end. And, and I like a uh, theme, like I like a uh, seasonal and all that kind of stuff. That's fun. Yeah, I noticed that you really liked both December Daily and October Daily. Um, do you, I, I haven't noticed a lot of October products coming out yet. And I'm surprised because I'm already seeing, you know, Christmas yes, lines it, come it out. it drives me crazy. And I, I'm one of, uh, uh, I'm not afraid of going directly to the source and asking for stuff. So I often go straight to the companies and yeah. I message them like, hey, we need this and <laughs> work on this, please. So. Yeah, it's it, it. I really, oh, really awesome. hope that they come out with something cool this time. Well, or we'll be just we'll be using lots of principles and constructing things ourselves with mixed media and die cuts and you know all these things. We can do it, so we just want to buy more stuff to to go with it. <laughs> right? Yes. I. I. Yeah. It's hard because sometimes you know, being crafty, you're like, well, I can do this, but then if it's already made, it makes it faster. It's good too. <laughs> so how do you manage like your stash of supplies do you have a dedicated space a cart you know how how does that fit into your home so i actually have a, a craft room what i call it my crafty cave like a main cave for nice. crafting and it's in the basement i i i done videos about it it's, it's not what you know it's not the typical white uh furniture and beautiful table it's more like a you know rough looking manly craft room but yes i do have a space in in the basement of our house uh but since i have a baby now and a very involved dad uh, i work from home half the the week and i have to be near my baby the whole time so i often bring stuff up to my working desk uh, and then i can work from my table while i watch the baby and spend time with my wife yes for sure i think those types of Kind of priorities as we go through different seasons of life impact where we're spending time creating. Yes, totally. You have to adjust if you keep uh, enjoying the hobby. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So as I was, you know, looking through your Instagram and I noticed a theme that kept coming up, and that was your faith. So I'm I'm curious how that connects to your your deeper why and your deeper connection to this hobby and and the process of documenting. Oh, yes. So I'm big on my faith. I'm Roman Catholic and I'm actually has been a, a catechist. I teach to younger kids about faith for many years. And uh, uh, as we know, the Catholic faith is very visual. We are uh, big patrons of the arts. We like sculptures and we like paintings. And, uh, so we are a very visual faith. And, uh, and I practice actually in my home. Uh, Vertical living, which is bringing like the faith and the holidays to your house, and you know through the food and activities you do at home, and I enjoy a lot like documenting all that through my hobby of, of scrapbooking. Uh, it, it it is a struggle to find supplies and, and papers that match that, but but it's uh, mm-hmm. but of course like we said earlier, I can I try to do as much as I can with what I find, and if not, I'll try to make it. So. 
Yes, for sure. And I'm sure you're able to kind of bring some of that out in your December dailies as well, because maybe there, I'm sure there's more supplies that time of year. <laughs> yes, totally. Yes. That I, I go all out with all the feasts and all the religious activities we do in December daily. So are there any techniques, formats, or approaches that you're interested in trying? Like, would you, would we ever see you doing a 12 by 12 layout? Um, you know, where, where do you think you're going next? 12 by 12 is, is, it's hard. It's, it's huge. Uh, I often do smaller albums. I did try uh, Project Live in a, what was that? Nine by 12 a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. but it's just, it was just too much. Uh, I, I found myself doing, like putting pictures of silly stuff that really didn't mean anything just to put something in it, you know? So I, what I did is I divided that into like seasonal albums. So I would make on like a, a four by eight little binders and then I would divide them by winter, spring, summer, fall. Uh, and I'm very comfortable with that right now. So I don't know. I, I, I have done uh, photo albums way back when, and I know they have changed a lot, but I enjoy the craftiness. It's very therapeutic for me, especially I, I'm sitting in the computer mm-hmm. a lot because I, I work as a, in a translator of special education documents. So sometimes I'm sitting for hours in the computer just typing words and translating. So the craftiness of like grabbing paper and glue and all that is, is very calming and relaxing to me. So. Oh, I bet. I bet. Now you mentioned four by eight albums. Are these the life crafted albums? Yes. Uh-huh. I buy, I buy them directly from the source, but I also learn how to make my own with different fabrics. So I do a combination. Oh, that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Do you have any videos of that I on actually, your Instagram? A, a lot of people have asked about it. I haven't done it just because I'm, I'm not sure like how to go about it, but maybe I'll work okay. on that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. At least we'll share a photo of, of what it looks like, but that's really cool. I love this idea of doing kind of seasonal, small album, project life-ish type of album. I think that could be really fun. Yes, I, 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 it took me like a, a couple of years to get to that point because I feel like the bigger album was too long for me. And like I said, I like mm-hmm. the beginning and end. And even though, you know, the year ends and starts, it just felt like forever. Whereas like a seasonal, like a winter album, I can capture our winter in one album that, you know, is so to end that project than an entire year in a big album. Yes, yes. I think that's super smart. Now, I guess in terms of summer, you are going to be starting a summer album if you haven't already. Can you tell us a little bit about what, how you're going to approach that one? Yes, I'm going to make my own uh, uh, four by eight album. I already ordered the fabric, the summery fabric, and hopefully uh, I will be doing that uh, outside of the page protector, but also some page protectors there too. So a little mix of shapes and sizes in there. Oh, that sounds super fun. And do you have any kind of fun plans for the summer? Uh, yeah, well, well, I live like two streets, three streets from the lake. So we spend a lot of time on oh, the lake. Uh, no travels this year, but uh, birthday parties and a lot of uh, movies outside in our backyard and fires and fun stuff that sounds delightful for sure do you have any advice for maybe other 
crafty, curious males out there who want to um, maybe be more visible in the industry, make connections with others, and um, or even just who are maybe their friends and family of our listeners and who maybe want to get get started with memory keeping. Totally. I, I think the first thing will be that being crafty doesn't mean less of a man. Uh, a lot of these crafts started with a lot of men, like sewing and cooking and, you know, mm-hmm. scrapbooking. Uh, don't be afraid of, of changing what you have, uh, what you make. Uh, and, uh, you know, just just try to... to uh, show a presence so that you know this the like companies can see that we also craft and we also need product made for us. Yes, yes, and not and not just the the beer and the exactly. camping. Yeah, <laughs> I like beer and I like camping, but you know, there's more to life. Correct, for sure. Well, I'm so grateful that you're part of our community, and thank you for spending time with me on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I've been a fan for a long time. Oh, thank you so much. Can you share where we can find you online? Anything else you might have, you might be sharing new or coming up soon? I have an Instagram. Uh, it's at, at Mr. K Garcia Creates. And uh, I'll be working on a summer album. And then I have to finish up my October daily. So there'll be a mix of fall and summer coming up. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Got to get that done before October rolls around again. Yep, I need to buy more stuff when they come out. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it as well. And to all of our listeners, please remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way.